Well, greetings, everyone. This is Paul, the Techno Funk Boy, and you are tuned in to the Backlog Breakdown Bite-Sized Edition. Now, uh, you know, a lot of you wonder how, how I managed to sneak my way on to these bite-sized editions uh, um, all by myself. This is clearly not my podcast. And the truth is that I, uh, I, I literally just record them and I send them in. And, uh, like, I don't even listen to the podcast, so I have no idea if they're used or not. Uh, but, um, uh, but, but I just go ahead and send them in. And, um, for all I know, literally no one's listening. So I would very much like you all to do me a favor that if you are hearing this, there is going to be a code word at the end of the episode. And if I, I'd like for you to use it in a sentence in the, uh, in, in the, in the Discord server, which, uh, which if you're not part of the Discord, I, I don't like, I don't know why you feel the need to be so stubborn in life. Um, but that's really, you know, that's really something that you need to work out, um, for, on your own. But in the, in the Discord server, if you, if you are there or if you're not and would like to come in, it's about time. Um, please join up and use the code word in a sentence. And then we will know, uh, we will know first of all that, that my show, my show made it onto the feed. But secondly, that you actually listen to the end and you do get, you do get bonus points for that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that you get a negative four. In the, uh, in the, the, the 20, 23 beat down. And so, uh, you know, go ahead and apply that. Uh, go ahead and apply that to your score. Cause, um, I'm, I'm the one who makes those rules. Uh, uh, and as the official judge and role and, and scorekeeper, then I've declared that that, that is how that works. So anyways, I am like, okay. So if you're, if you are part of the discord or if you, if you, Listen to my recent episode uh, on that where I was where I was on for Baldur's Gate two. Um, you you know that my kind of obsession from this year has been vampire survivors, um, and I, I haven't talked about it much, but like I, I've I like a lot of people. Uh, I've come to find out. Like, like a lot of people have just kind of dove headfirst into this genre. And I'm now, I'm now playing a few of these types of games that, um, I've, I've just absolutely thoroughly enjoyed, which is super weird for me because I'm normally the role playing guy. I'm normally the one who's like the story first type of person. And these games don't have that. They don't have it at all. Uh, the, the closest thing vampire survivors has to a story is if you're ever actually going to meet a vampire, uh, in it, um, which is a, which is a running joke in the, in the game itself. But I, uh, I was actually streaming on, on my channel, uh, which is on, on Twitch, which is Techno Funk Boy, if you, if you'd like to stop by. Uh, and some of my, some of my vampire, my, my fellow vampire survivors, uh, let me know that I, I guess that, that some people are using a new title for this particular genre, which 
is kind of good because it's been it's been tough to describe. So I uh, I, uh, I I ran into some videos by on a YouTube channel, Wanderbot Prime, and this is um, I, I I watched several videos on, on this topic, but Wanderbot Prime had some a couple of really good ones on this topic, and I, I'm pulling a lot of information on this, but <laughs> he kind of described it just on mechanics only as a short play arena. Horde survival, busted build simulator, reverse bullet hell roguelite. Um, or, or the shorter title, Bullet Heaven, uh, which a lot of people like when I, as I'm saying this, and I'm sure the episode will be titled something along those lines. A lot of people online really, really dislike this for a couple of reasons. One of which is that there actually is a series of bullet hell games called Bullet Heaven. And the Bullet Heaven games do not fit into this genre. <laughs> but uh, a lot of people are calling it like horde survival games. Um, the The title obviously doesn't doesn't really matter. But uh, but so far, Bullet Heaven, I, I kind of dig it because it's 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 setting this type of genre apart from what is what the normal roguelike would be. There is a very distinct reason that this is all coming up now, and it is because of Vampire Survivors. So Vampire Survivors was actually inspired by a, uh, a mobile game called Magic Survival. Um, and, you know, games that might fit into this genre go back, you know, go back 20 years. So Vampire Survivors did not invent this genre, but it, it, uh, it massively and over almost n- overnight popularized it. So Vampire Survivor itself is a game where uh, you are on a field. Now, when I say field, I, you know, some of it is inside, some of it's on a bridge, some of it's in a field, some of it is, you know, in a tower. Um, but the point of it is, is that it is, it is a large space. There's not a lot of obstacles there. It's a little bit repetitive. There's not a lot of features there. This, this field is just there as the staging ground for the battle. Vampire Survivor in particular uses very, very distinctly Castlevania inspired characters and weapons and enemies and sets you there with, with a weapon to try your fortune against the clock. As the next 30 minutes go on, wave after wave of enemies uh, will uh, will come and attack. And as you level up or you find treasures, you will uh, fill out your arsenal as well as your passive skills. Um, as you develop, you can get more, uh, more abilities in magic, that sort of thing. Um, your characters themselves will have different, you know, strengths and weaknesses. But you get up to six weapons, you get up to six passives, and you, uh, and you level those up. And if you happen upon the right combination of a weapon and a passive, or if you already know what those combinations are, your weapon might, might evolve into a stronger version of itself. And that's critically important because you're probably not going to last 30 minutes if you, um, if you don't happen upon these um these evolutions or if you don't know them already because literally 
tens of thousands of enemies will come at you. The idea of this, and these, these enemies are generally slow moving. They are generally, uh, very dumb. They, there's nothing fancy about them. They don't have big moves. They don't psych you out. They, uh, kind of walk towards you, shamble towards you, and you kill them. And the point of all this is, as you're growing stronger and stronger with your weapons, you are able to take more and more of these out as you fill the screen with your wrath and, uh, and just start taking out these enemies. And so it's a race against the clock. Are, you know, are you getting strong enough, fast enough to, to keep the horde away from you to stay alive? Now, when I say tens of thousands of enemies, I mean that if you finish a 30 minute run of this game, you will have killed at least 20,000 ish enemies upwards of if, if you're, if you have an extremely good build and, uh, you know, it might be in like in the higher levels, then you, uh, you might be killing in the 90,000 enemy range. In addition, you know, you might be anywhere from level 70 ish, maybe to level 150 plus. And so the, the advancement is very rapid. The, uh, you know, the, the growth in strength is very, very rapid. There's a heavy random element to it on what weapons and what items you were going to be offered. And, and so knowing how to use them all as you get better and better at the game is important. Knowing all of their evolutions is very, very important so that you are able to kind of work with what you've got and still create a, a build that's going to let you win the game. The mechanics of the game are super simple on, on start. The, the weapons go off on a timer. Uh, you don't have to, you, you can literally play this game one handed. The only thing you're using, you're doing is controlling where the character goes. It appears so simple, uh, on startup that it is very easy to get started. It's very intuitive on how the weapons work and where they go and where you need to be, uh, in the hordes in order to clear a path for yourself. Everything is very, very clear on its use and function. And as you start playing it, you will immediately think that this is a remarkably simple game. And it is. It's a remarkably simple game, but the depth of the game is astronomical. The The sheer number of builds that you can make with the different weapons is very large. The more you play, the more characters, the more abilities, the more weapons, the more magic you unlock. And the, um, the options that you have just keep growing. The more maps you can unlock, there are hidden things on each map that you can unlock. And you, you begin to realize very, very quickly that the, the depth of this game is very, very, very deep. This is all kind of setting the stage of what 
a bullet heaven is. The point of a bullet heaven is it, it, in, you know, kind of very, very related to a bullet hell. So a bullet hell is that you are alone. Your your character is alone. You're on a ship. You're a character. Whatever the case may be, you are alone there, and there are five gazillion enemies that are shooting at you, and you have to dodge the bullets. The real point of the bullet heaven is to kind of reverse that just a little bit, not all of it. You're still alone. You're still facing a gazillion enemies, but you're the one firing this time. And so when when you get a when you get a good build. In Vampire Survivors, you are destroying thousands upon thousands of enemies uh, uh, on the screen with your weapons just firing everywhere all at once. Um, and that's kind of the satisfying thing about it is to struggle through this game, um, you know, trying to, trying to stay, save, stay alive long enough, hitting those level ups very, very rapidly, but constantly looking for something that's going to help you keep alive a little bit more regeneration or, um, or a upgraded whip or, you know, some other, some other kind of weapon and, 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 uh, you know, vampire survivors, all these weapons are, are based on, on, uh, uh, Castlevania. So, you know, holy water and the, uh, you know, the, the, the cross that goes out and then spins back to you, uh, daggers and, uh, the whip, of course. And all of these things are, are, are pulled from that inspiration. So what can you do that's going, that's going to be able to hold off the next wave. And as the difficulty increases, you're going to know very, very soon or not whether you, you're strong enough to do that, but you might get a lucky evolution to, to one of your weapons. And all of a sudden your whip turns red and it's, um, and it's leeching health off the enemies. And all of a sudden now you have a healing source and so you're able to last a little bit longer. And then as as time goes on, you kind of hit this critical mass point where y- your strength starts overcoming the horde and pushing them back and pushing them back and pushing them back. This is a roguelite. Uh, and so, you know, every, every run you start off at level one again with a single weapon. But there are some things that you can carry over. Uh, anything that you do unlock, the, the kind of the, the weapons, the characters, the magic do carry over, as well as you can spend coin to, uh, to do permanent upgrades to your characters. Um, uh, actually, you know, during runs, uh, you can, you can do this or, uh, on the menu that you're able to make these permanent uh, upgrades, uh, to make things, uh, to make things easier. When you do get a good run and you do get a good build, it, it, it hits that dopamine, <laughs> that dopamine part just right where I, I don't know. I get a little giggly, uh, <laughs> that it is so insane what is happening on the, on the screen and so satisfying that your uh that your your screen is just being overwhelmed with monsters dying that it uh it it just becomes uh just an absolute joy uh joy to 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 play a lot of these elements that vampire survivors use have become um just cornerstones of of the genre 
the, those, those simple in, those simple monsters that they're not, they're, they're, there's not complexity there. They're running at you. Um, you know, they, uh, they, they might have a, a specific style, but they're, it's, it's not a complicated style. They're simple maps. There, there's, uh, there's not a lot to the, the background. It's just, it, it's just the location of the fight and not a lot, uh, not a lot more. It's very, it's very, very, uh, these games are very, very difficult, but once you learn the system, you learn very, very quickly how to manipulate the rules to your advantage and to start winning and, and eventually winning in very, very big ways. One of the things that's near, uh, that's really almost most important is how short it is. So the, so the rounds in Vampire Survivors is typically 30 minutes. It's actually one of the longer ones. A lot of these games can be played in 20 minutes, uh, or so. These games are designed to be, uh, not, not to be big story things, not to debt, you know, not to pour your attention into, but to be background games, to be, uh, you know, I need a break type of games. These games, are designed to to be I, I hate to put it like this but a time waster and i hate to use that because i really actually don't mean that in a negative way but time waster that's that's i mean that's inherently negative i i, I really should uh <laughs> use something else it's it's not meant to be a profound experience it's meant to be a stress reliever. It's meant to be kind of a cool down type of thing. It's meant to hit just to, to, to punch that dopamine and get out and you're done. And that's, that is the niche that this genre is filling. These games have, have so far been, uh, pretty much universally very cheap. When Vampire Survivors launched in December of 2021, it was $3. It has now climbed as uh content grew to the whopping price of $5 and uh a, a lot of these games have have hovered in that same price range of like 3 4 5 bucks they aren't trying to impress you with their 3D graphics they aren't trying to 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 impress you with their wonderful uh you know uh settings and, and landscapes and all they're designed to be very, very simple, easy to make, very cheap games that you can dedicate as little or as much time in as you want and still get your money's worth out of them. And that, to me, is one of the fun things about Vampire Survivors, is my first couple of hours with this, with this game very well. I mean, it completely satisfied me for the amount of money I paid for it. I was, I, I had a ton of fun with it and I could have dropped it right there and it would have, uh, I would have been, I would have been, I would have been satisfied with it. I, in that particular game, decided to jump down the rabbit hole and, uh, and, uh, eventually 100% of the game and got the, uh, got the, I think three, two, three dollar DLC. And 100% of that too. And just, uh, uh, just, sp you know, played, played a good, uh, a good, put a good amount of time into this game. Um, and I was very, very happy with, 
with the time that I spent on it, uh, because it was just a blast to play. Now, unfortunately for Vampire Survivors, I've had a lot of struggle, uh, streaming this game as has my friends because there are, even though, like, even though it's like eight bit style graphics, there, by the end of each run, there is so much going on on the screen that it kind of overloads the, 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 the streaming software and, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the, the stream and the game are fighting for, for system resources and it makes a jumbled mess on the stream itself. Um, but, you know, it's kind of, kind of, kind of sad that one of the great features of the game where you're killing tens of thousands of enemies, um, it doesn't translate all that well to streaming. But this really became my game for when I, when I was on break from work or when at, at the end of a hard day. And I could plug it in and jump immediately into a run. There's, you know, there's no preamble. There's no, no real story I need to follow. There's not going to be some NPC that I talk to that gives me vital information. It's going to be over in 30 minutes, one way or another. And I really, really like that. I was able to watch YouTube or listen to podcast or watch my friends stream at the same time. Uh, I even uh, made, had some phone calls while playing the game and it, it just, it became that the, 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 the perfect sort of game for that mood. Now it's definitely not replacing my, that RPG itch story still is, incredibly important to me but the thing is when you're like on a when when you're on a break at work you can't you can't load up a very very plot heavy uh it, you know role playing game and sift through dialogue options um when when you got to get back on the phones in a few minutes whereas something like this it's very easy to to plug in so i told you i got a little uh, i you know i've i've kind of i've kind of dived head head first into this genre. I started playing Rogue Genesia um very soon after uh Vampire Survivors. Uh, of these three I'm uh, of the three I'm playing, Vampire Survivors is still my favorite. Uh Rogue has a lot a lot going for it. It is still very much in development and there's a lot um there's a lot that still still needs to be worked on, but you can really kind of ma- micromanage your builds in Rogue Genesia, uh, which is a lot of fun. Now, the one that I've gotten, I've, I've become obsessed with more lately is Bro uh, Brotato. This is where you f- you play as a potato who is being attacked by aliens, as happens on a regular occasion. Um. The thing about, uh, the thing about Brotato is there are so many options of weapons that it's, you, you can, you can play in nearly any style you want to. There, um, you can, you, you can make a kind of a medieval build with medieval style weapons. You can, uh, you can make one of my favorites is the explosion build where you know, you, you get explosive weapons, rocket launchers, and, you know, explosive, explosive laser guns. Uh, you could get, you could do sci-fi. You could do just straight up pistols. My favorite build, uh, which a friend of mine called the get off my lawn build is to use the old potato. Now, the old potato is a little bit slower. 
the field is smaller, the enemies are slower, it's just a slower game. Um, but I build him up with six shotguns. All of his weapons are shotguns. And I leveled those up. And so you get this old man potato running around with shotguns. Um, and that's just a absolute ton of fun. Uh, so, uh, bro, uh, brotato is, uh, is one that has just, it, it's, it, it's, it's clever. It is, uh, it's fun. And there's just, there's so many options to it that, uh, that it's, it's a lot, uh, a, a lot of fun to do. You have, uh, kind of like in Vampire Survivors, you have a ton of different characters you can unlock in that one. And they each have their strengths and weaknesses. And so, uh, you know, to get all the achievements, you have to, you have to beat the levels with each one of them, right? And so, you know, you have to, uh, you, you know, I, I started off kind of being good with my, uh, with my, um, ranger, uh, potato that was more, uh, ranged weapons, but you also have to get good at like the, the melee character or it, you have to, uh, you have to get, get good at, at the artificer who uses turrets, uh, mostly and doesn't do the fighting, um, uh, himself most of the time. Hey, it's, it's future Paul butting in on past Paul just a little bit. Um, since recording this episode, which was a literally like two days ago, I, I had been given, I, I have a group of, uh, friends. There's three of us that, um, just absolutely adore these, these bullet heaven games. And so we, we, we've, um, we, we've talked about a lot of games and one of them gifted me, uh, the game runic. And so that's what the one I've been starting. Uh, I, I did want to mention it just because there are two, uh, a couple of aspects that this game actually adds to the formula. Uh, first of all, it's in an Atari type of a, of, of a feel, like a, like a super early video game type of feel, both in the graphics and in the sound design. But the things that are different about it is, first of all, you control your weapon, whereas in, in a lot of bullet heavens, the, the weapon is, uh, is on a timer and you just control movement. This one, you control both. And the other thing is that you, will you will add different effects the 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 things you get on level up are runes that you add to your specific style of weapon so it adds different like uh uh different types of damage or different types of effect and you can actually link le uh, weapons together so that if one thing happens then another weapon goes off and so this one is really good for those of you who are like just like you know, mouth agape, just shaking your head, like uh, playing a game where you only control movement. This sounds so dumb. This one gives you a bit more control, uh, but is also proving to be just an absolute blast to play. All right, back to pass, Paul. So uh, those are the ones that I've really gotten into as I've researched this, uh, uh, this to, to record this episode. I've run into a couple more that, uh, you know, d watching videos going, Ooh, I want to play that one too. Um, and so I'll probably be, I'll probably be adding a few more, a uh, few more this year. But that is what a lot of people are now calling bullet heavens. And, uh, a lot of other people are getting very, very upset about that term. Uh, but I really appreciate you tuning in. You, um, uh, I'll go ahead and let you know that the, that our secret phrase that you need to put in the, in the chat is, pork chop sandwiches uh and so bring that up in the chat that's a, that's a negative four to your score 
uh, please, please do if you haven't already joined the Discord. And um, you're really enjoying this uh, this podcast. I know you are because you've lasted this long. You should be. You should jump on the uh, the Patreon for the backlog breakdown and uh, throw uh, throw my brothers a couple bucks um, because they do a, a fantastic job here, and I love both of them. And, uh, they've, they've both been great friends to me and I, uh, I want to see this, uh, you know, their work grow and, um, well, okay. What, you know, forget everything I just said. You need to be cool. It like, because you're going to get access to the brochacha lounge. And if you're not cool, then I'm going to get annoyed. And so don't give them any money. If, if you're like a terrible person, all right, like don't, because I like, I like that. That's. That's my, that's my room. All right. And I, I don't, I, I want people I like in there. All right. So forget what I said. Cool people, give them some money. People who are terrible or, uh, irritating, do not do that. All right. Uh, I, <laughs> thank you. Thanks again. I will catch you next time. And I uh, hope you hope you have a great uh, great time. If you do, if you if you if you are hooked on Vampire Survivors or any of these games, or I've convinced you to be hooked on them, please come talk to me. I uh, I I like I like talking about that game. All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Please note that Paul Idol is not an official referee for the 2023 Backlog Beatdown, and thus cannot confer any addition or subtraction of one's official beatdown points. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Backlog Breakdown. If you want to join in the conversation, you can email us at thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com or join our Facebook group, The Backlog Book Club, on Facebook. And on Twitter, our handle is at BBDownCast. Of course, you can also catch Nate and I on our social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and the GG app. I go by Broccolope, that's spelled B-R-O-C-C-O-L-O-P-E, and Nate goes by Nate underscore McKeever. Till next time, loggers, you keep beating down those backlogs, and we'll keep breaking down the benefits. 